Hello, and welcome to A Cup and a Conversation. Today, we're speaking to Bethany Dentler from the Medina County Economic Development Corp. So we'll go through some uh, different topics, Bethany, and, and see where this discussion goes. But uh, I'm excited to have you here, and I'm hoping you can tell us a little bit about you and your background. Sure, happy to. So I've been in economic development for pretty much my whole career. I started as an intern in college. I'm a bit of a nerd, so, you know, got to start early with these things. So I found out pretty quickly that it was a great match of my academic skills and interests, um, English and economics, double major, uh, went on to get a master's degree in economics, and then came back to economic development after I um, stopped filling out an application for the CIA because, you know, that's the other job economists could do besides, you know, forecast the economy. So uh, once, I, once I realized I was not fit for the CIA because I couldn't keep a secret, I realized maybe marketing is the way to go. So I worked in Baltimore City with uh, Council for Economic and Business Opportunity, which was a minority business nonprofit, and really learned sort of the community organizing aspect of what economic development is all about. Uh, from there, I went on to the Howard County Economic Development Authority and worked there for six years where I obtained my certification in, in economic development and really got a lot of great background. I worked for two other certified economic developers and learned how important it was to meet with businesses, understand their needs, and how to market a community. Uh, at that point, I got married and moved to Ohio. And for five years, I worked for uh, the Norwalk Economic Development Corporation. So I actually started that corporation for the city and the, the, the nonprofit partnership there and did some really interesting things, uh, was able to get a seat on the board of the Ohio Economic Development Association. And it was good for me to, I guess, cut my teeth on Ohio in a smaller community um, so that by the time I took the job here in Medina County, I felt like I understood Ohio a little bit better than when I first moved here. It was kind of like culture shock. Um, but now that I'm used to, you know, the weather and townships and, you know, how, how things Townships work, are a unique they breed really in Ohio. Are. They yes. really are because when and, and I... And how many do we have here in Medina County? 17. 17. Yes. Yes, that's a lot. It is a lot. And so that's a, that's a lot to manage. But that's really what we do in economic development. So at Medina County Economic Development Corporation, we... We're very collaborative. We build partnerships with our public officials, with uh, private sector businesses, with education institutions, all to, uh, with the goal of helping the economy grow, helping to uh, make this a great community where people want to live and work. Sure. And, and how did Medina County Economic Development Corp, MCEDC, as a lot of us call it, how, how did that come about? How was that started and how, how did it get to where it is today? Sure. So it started as a collaboration. So obviously collaboration, we've been doing it for a long time uh, among a group of uh, elected officials and chamber directors and uh, private sector businesses back in 1988 when the Expo, the IX Center first opened in Cleveland and they were having an international expo. And the good folks in Medina County said, we need to have a presence there. We need to market our community as a place to do business, a desirable place. So they got together, pulled their resources, and raised money and built a booth. So that was really the first two years of the effort was building the booth, you know, putting the marketing message together, uh, recruiting the volunteers who would go up and staff, staff the booth, and you know, really made Medina County try to put them on the map. 
Um, that collaboration was so successful that the group got together and said, we need to have a permanent economic development office in Medina County. And so the county commissioners were gracious enough to house us in, in their facility and serve on the board. Um, the organization has undergone changes over the past 30 some years. Uh, I started in 2008, right the same month as I believe one of the presidential candidates that year, uh, you know, as the economy fell off the cliff right after he declared the fundamentals of the economy are sound. Well, we entered into the Great Recession just as I was starting with Medina County. But I will tell you, so that, you know, that first four years, we, we really did see a recession, but it, it wasn't obvious to me in the position that I have in Medina County because we have such a great uh, business base. It's, it's very diverse. We were able to handle the shocks of that recession very well and, you know, came out of it, I don't want to say, you know, you know, there were a few companies that moved in and out, but um, it, it gave me a really great opportunity to ground myself in who the community was and develop some really interesting entrepreneurship programs and, you know, get ready for what was to come in the next decade. And it has been a wild ride, let me tell you. I can only imagine. So MCEDC, um, if I'm not mistaken, you've got your member-based organization. Correct. How many members approximately do you have? Well, I can tell you exactly. We have 164. 164. Yes. That's great. And so so has there been growth in membership over the last few years? Absolutely. We've actually tripled our growth in the past 14 years. Uh, when I started, we had 54 members. And so we would hold monthly meetings and because everybody who was a member was on the board. So I would hold monthly board meetings. And um, we started a, a membership campaign to help grow the organization. And once we started approaching 80, 90 members, I'm like, okay, we, we you know, I can't report to a 90 member board. We, you know, we've got to be more sustainable. So we undertook an effort to update our bylaws. So now we have a fixed uh, 25 member board of directors and a great, just a great group of people who really care about the community. Uh, but we keep that membership activity and engagement very active. We meet almost every month. We have uh, events throughout the year where they can network with each other, learn more about the resources. Um, so our, our meetings have really grown, and it's become a really valuable resource to the business members in the community. Great. And, and you had talked about, just briefly, you mentioned uh, events. What are some of the events that, that you hold? I think you hold monthly member meetings where where they're held at different locations throughout the county, and there's generally a speaker or two or something mm -hmm. along those lines. Right, so our, our members meet on a monthly basis, and it's a great opportunity for them to get caught up with, hey, what's happen happening in the business economy in Medina County over the past month? Um, you know, we hear from our elected officials, we hear from the economic developers uh, who serve various cities throughout the county. Um, we have a, an education program, so uh, sometimes it's hearing from a special speaker like we had last month, Christine Marshall, who is the Summit Medina Workforce Development Board Director, presented on a survey they just conducted on where are the workers. That was a very popular meeting because everybody's been asking, where are the workers? And so that's the kind of thing that we try to do is provide answers for uh, companies who need those resources. Um, sometimes we're able to go to um, a, a member's manufacturing plant and tour the plant, and it's a good opportunity to sort of learn best practices and, and what's going on in manufacturing. So we, we, move, we move throughout the county. There's just a lot to see and do here. But that also, when you talk about best practices in networking, those, those opportunities actually lend themselves to not just networking, but the potential for 
new supplier bases and connections where somebody's doing this particular type of business, maybe they could do this for this other company here. So it becomes an intrinsic wealth growth for the supply chain within the county itself. Absolutely. We obviously encourage our members to do business with each other, but we also encourage them to understand what we do as an economic development organization because they can serve as our ambassadors with the, their networks throughout the world. Um, you know, For example, Intel's moving into Columbus. We're already getting inquiries from companies who want to serve Intel. They want to move to Ohio because Columbus that you know intel is in columbus and so medina county will benefit from our share of that overflow and that kind of dynamic happens all the time where companies move out to a community because they're near uh, a, a particular supplier or a customer um, just a couple years ago we had a company out of philadelphia that had a customer in cleveland and they needed a uh, you know a very large manufacturing facility and they found it in Medina County. We happened to have um, a vacancy, and they said, this is the perfect location. We're going to move here. I, this was kind of interesting to me because they promised the state that they would create 37 jobs when they moved here. Well, last count, they were close to 200. So they've had a lot of success in Medina County. And, and we've seen a lot of success throughout the county. So it's not just been one particular area or another. It's been from the north to the south, the east to the west. And the consistent growth and networking, and whether folks are members or not, you're seeing that that continuum because of MCEDC in many cases. Exactly. So you know, obviously, our members help to support our mission. We we can't do what we do without them. But we have so many members who understand that the true value in their membership comes from having us in existence, so that we can help grow the economy of Medina County, because as the economy grows, they're going to get opportunities that they otherwise might not have had. And along the way, they get to meet great people, they get to interact with uh, leaders in the community, other businesses, so they're able to make those connections, and they personally benefit through, you know, increased sales, um, you know, but, but we love our mission members because they understand that it's really about growing the economy of Medina County, and I would add, in a sustainable way. Um, you know, we're not interested in just, you know, tromping all over some of the beautiful land that we have in the county. People have moved here over the years uh, because it is, uh, because of its character, and obviously we want to maintain that. So we believe in smart growth. You know, we want to cluster those development and redevelopment opportunities in, in areas where there's infrastructure. Um, you know, we think that makes a lot of sense, but that's why it's important to work with our elected officials and our, our city officials and our township officials to make sure that you know, they're working together as collaboratively as they can so we can help bring some of those conversations together to make that smart growth happen. Well, that's great. So we've talked about members in a very broad term. What's a typical member for you? What, what do you I'm assuming that, that not everybody is a right fit for your organization. So, so what do you look for in a member? We look for, first of all, we want to have a balanced membership. We want to reflect the, the diversity of the economy in Medina County. Uh, but members, I would say, who get the most out of our organization are, you know, family-held businesses. Um, they're interested in not only doing business with each other in Medina County, but expanding their vision. Uh, we've got uh, a good number of manufacturing companies from, from fairly small to very large. 
you know, our membership base ranges from, you know, small service-based companies, real estate companies, bankers, accountants, attorneys, uh, real estate companies, obviously, a lot of construction companies are members, um, but, you know, it ranges all the way up to the largest, the largest employer in Medina County, uh, Westfield Insurance. So all of them see value in what we have to do. And I always tell our you know, members and, and future members, you get out of it what you put into it. So come to the meetings, get engaged. We have committee opportunities where they can really dig in and help grow the economy of the county, which does them a lot of good in the, in the long run. Yeah, and backing up, you had mentioned uh, work with education, work with schools. Delve into that a little bit more. What, because obviously we have, we have great schools throughout Medina County. Uh, we've got uh, wonderful schools here in Brunswick. And um, we also have a phenomenal career center here. And, and what kind of work does MCED, MCEDC do with the schools? Well, well, just to set the stage a little bit, uh, you know, as we meet with companies and we meet with almost 200 companies uh, a year, you know, we hear about what their concerns and their problems are. And just like everyone else, they're worried about workforce. So solving those problems really falls along a couple of different lines. Number one, they need workers now. Um, and so, you know, we, I serve on the, the Summit Medina Workforce Development Board, and so we're trying to bring those solutions to bear. But building that future labor pool is extremely important to our business community. And they're, they're very eager to bring those students right out of school you know, if they're not going to college or even if they are going to college, get them exposed to a relationship with our business community so that they can understand the incredible opportunities that are here. So it's been in our best interest to develop strong relationships with our school systems. And we have great partnerships with all seven of our school districts, the Four Cities Compact in Wadsworth, which does very similar work as the Medina County Career Center, um, where they're preparing students for career, for college, and any any one of those students is eligible to um, to work with us so that we can get them connected to businesses who could provide jobs for them. And so understanding what kind of worker these businesses need, you know we, we, we have a business advisory council, and we have educators sitting on that council. And the businesses have shared with that council, here's what we need in future workers. You know, here are the skills that we want them to to come out, you know, soft skills, hard skills, you know, to come out and graduate with. And so we've developed some very successful partnerships between our business community and our education community. Uh, We're very active in working with them on uh, career fairs. You know, we know lots of businesses, and so when the schools put on a career fair, for the benefit of the students who are looking for work and understanding what their career options are, they, uh, you know, we can pick up the phone and, you know, fill a room full of businesses um, who can then interact with the students who could potentially be future workers. And not just uh, businesses for a student to work for eventually, but almost be mentors and coaches at some point in time. Absolutely. You know, having that connection to you know, what work looks like is is critical. Um, because, you know, I'm not sure that a lot of young people had the same opportunities that I did growing up, and I'm not that old, but, you know, my father was a manufacturer, and, you know, he put me to work at the age of 11. And you know, he was an industrial sewing manufacturer in Baltimore City, so I had the chance to see, you know, what it meant to look like 
what, what it looked like to work on a factory floor, to work in the office. I mean, he had two young preteens doing payroll between me and my sister. I mean, it was kind of interesting. Um, that would have been interesting. We didn't ruin the company, I promise, but we learned a lot there. And, you know, I, it, it gave me such an incredible, not only a work ethic, but an appreciation for... Um, you know, getting to work early and having those experiences and understanding how to interact with the world of adults, how to communicate, how to, you know, do, do simple things, you know, office tasks, those, those, those kinds of skills. I'm not sure students today get a lot of nat organic opportunities, so we're trying to create those opportunities for them. That's great. So also talking about uh, jobs and the future and economy, um, MCEDC has a, has a, uh, website dedicated to finding jobs in Medina County. Isn't that correct? Yes, absolutely. And we, it's, it's worklocal.net. Very easy to, to remember. Um, this was an effort back that, that we started back, uh, you know, about six, seven, eight years ago when, when our company, we knew that our companies needed workers and, you know, the unemployment rate traditionally has been very low in Medina County. And, we wanted to supplement what was out there because if, if you go to, not to take anything away from the Ohio Means Jobs website because there's jobs all over the state there, but that's the point. They're all over the state. I don't want people who live in Medina County to go to that website and say, oh, what a great job in the county next door or down in Columbus or down in Cincinnati. I want them to stay here and our businesses need them. So, you know, one source of a potential workers untapped source is people who already live here. They've already bought into being in Medina County. Um, maybe they're driving to a county, you know, north, south, east, west. But by letting them know what the opportunities are, the job openings that we have just in Medina County, it's a potential way for an employer to get a worker that, you know, that worker then is going to save, you know, how much time in the car, um, assuming they're still going to the car and not working remotely. Um, but, you know, it's going to increase their quality of life and our businesses get a larger labor pool as a result. So we put worklocal.net together uh, a number of years ago. And so we maintain that on a regular basis. We post jobs that are specific to Medina County. So, um, and then we, we, we advertise it and market it in a variety of ways uh, when we first uh, created it. We had a billboard right here in Brunswick, so that was great to to catch the attention of people who are driving, you know, out of Medina County into uh, into the Cleveland area. Need a job? Worklocal.net, and you know, obviously, it was a great way to get that website started. That's great. Well, you also have initiatives like Manufacturing Day and Made in Medina County, and um, uh, you know, how how have those rolled into what MCEDC? MCEDC does? So uh, I think it was back in 20, 2014, 2015, I was having conversations with a colleague here in the, in the county, and you know, she wanted to do a trade show to basically uh, market the companies that were in her backyard to, to the residents of that community. And I said, well, I would love to help you, but it's got to be countywide. And so we pulled together a group of stakeholders and you came up with, um, you know, an organization. It's not really an organization. It's a movement, honestly, of people who really care about manufacturing, which is such an important base in Medina County. 
It's the industry base that has the highest number of workers and the highest payroll, um, almost uh, almost a half a billion dollars in payroll each year just from manufacturing. So it's an industry that we truly support because we know it has multiplier effects um, and it has a huge impact on, on our quality of life. So we want to promote manufacturing. We want to promote careers in manufacturing, and that's really the goal of our Made in Medina County movement. So uh, we've done a variety of things over the years to bring attention to that. Uh, we've had trade show expos where companies bring their, their booth and they show off what's being made in their own backyard. We bring special speakers in. Um, we've done on National Manufacturing Day, which is always the first Friday in October. We've done plant tours, um, Made in Medina County Day, we brand it. And we get the general public out into the plant tours, kind of like our own, you know, how it's made in real life. And that's been a great success and an education to so many of our, our residents. Um, we've also, uh, this year, we, we did uh, Made in Medina County road shows where we took uh, the show on the road and actually uh, camped out at some manufacturers in our industrial parks and had the chance to bring in the public to uh, see, you know, take scavenger hunts and you know, do tours of the manufacturing plants that are right there to help people understand how important it is. And uh, this year, uh, we've taken on a new initiative of helping, helping to promote the uh, skilled trades. Um, they kind of go hand in hand. I, I like to look on the construction industry as outdoor manufacturing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you have to, you have to lay the foundation. You've got to, you've got to frame it out. You, there are finished carpenters, there's electricians, plumbers, everything it takes to, to build a home. Just, it happens, the assembly line just happens to be outside. Absolutely. However, as we know, there are some builders that are innovating and doing more and more internally than bringing those pods, if you will, and putting them in place to speed up the construction and the quality with which something is built yeah, so again it's transferring mm-hmm. that information and that and that uh, that knowledge so the other one of the other things that we've got uh, here in Medina County is rather interesting we have what's called an ECID an energy special improvement district and I'm hoping you can share a little bit about that sure um, the energy special improvement district was put together to facilitate a particular kind of financing tool called pace financing Uh, That stands for Property Assessed Clean Energy. So if you have a commercial or industrial property owner who wants to invest in significant renovations that would increase the energy efficiency in their building, they would have the option of using PACE financing. Now they would have to find a PACE lender and we put our board together so that we could help introduce them to lenders who specialize in this kind of lending. But it's, it's a really... It's an innovative tool that allows the the loan, because it is a loan, to be repaid through an, a special assessment on your property taxes. So instead of making a monthly loan payment every month, you're paying your tax bill twice a year, but your loan is built into that tax bill. What that means is, number one, the uh, property owner can save a lot of cash up front, so it can really help with the capital stack of a particular uh, project. Um, it works for renovations as well as brand new buildings, and usually uh, 20 to 30 percent of a new construction is uh, related to energy efficiency elements. Um, you know, maybe you want to do solar, it's HVAC, windows, doors, heating, you know, all of that is related to energy efficiency. So you could save a lot of money by getting a PACE lender 
100% financing on that portion of the project. Um, so it helps with the cash flow early on. And if you ever wind up selling your building, that loan goes with the property. So it's, you know, the new property owner would have to assume it, um, depending on how, how it's structured. But it's an innovative um, tool that we can use in different communities right now. We have it in Medina and Brunswick. And we're looking to roll that out in other communities throughout the county, which uh, we now have the ability to do thanks to some state legislation that we got changed a couple years ago. That's great. That's great. So things are moving really well. So shifting focus a little bit to uh, to really kind of discuss how our manufacturers are doing and, and the economy overall. What do you see from the manufacturers in Medina County? What's the general flavor of the month these days? What's going on? So, as I said, we talk to a lot of companies throughout the year. And, you know, every time we see a headline where people are starting to get nervous, we start asking those questions of our manufacturers. You know, how does the rest of the year look? How does next year look? And what we're hearing is, you know what? We're having our best year yet. And we're looking at another great year next year. You know, what might be coming down the line a little bit further with interest rates? That could have some impact. Um, but honestly, I think that in Medina County, we have seen so much pent-up demand that it's not going to slow down for a while. There's a lot of demand for new uh, land in Medina County, both by commercial and residential. So I, I see that trend continuing. Uh, companies are desperate for space, uh, both to build out an existing building or to build a brand new building because it's just not on the market. As a result, this year in Medina County, for the first time in my career here, we're seeing speculative buildings go up for both manufacturing and warehouse logistics operations, particularly in the southern part of the county where we have a lot of great uh, interstate infrastructure. So some of those developments are part of what we're seeing as a record year for new capital investments in Medina County. Uh, you know, keeping track of that, I think the last time I looked at the data um, earlier this week, we're at $453 million in new capital investment in Medina County. So that includes the purchase of land, the purchase of a building, expansion of a building, brand new construction, and the investment in new machinery and equipment. And we've seen a lot of our manufacturers invest millions, tens of millions of dollars in new machinery uh, because, in, number one, they're getting themselves ready for new markets such as the electronic vehicle uh, uh, market batteries and parts for that, um, as well as just trying to keep up with the orders that they have. There's a lot of companies that have so much backlog, um, and part of it is they haven't been able to find the people. Um, so by investing in those machines are helping them to manage their, um, their own future success. Oh, that's great. So, you know, we talk about the manufacturers, we talk about the economy, but how do we get there? I mean, um, you're obviously talking to these different companies and um, maybe they come to you or maybe you find them. Uh, and we've heard this term deal flow from time to time. What does that really mean? And how do you go get your, your clients, if you will, for what they do? Well, because of our, the nature of our organization, uh, the, the members that we have, they're, they're really great about giving us a call and letting us know, hey, you know, I've got a, a contact or a colleague who, you know, they might be in another county, but they're, they're looking for more space. They're looking to grow. So we get a lot of referrals from our members. Uh, we also very proactively go out and meet with companies, even companies that we haven't met before, 
uh, through a very active uh, business retention and expansion program. Um, so we pick up the phone and we call companies and say, you know, look, we're we're interested in your industry. We want to help. And a lot of times during those conversations, we find out, hey, I'm planning an expansion. Well, we have tools that we can help you with that might not have occurred to them. So as a, as a result of the tools we can bring to the table, you know, financing incentives, tax abatement incentives, PACE financing, uh, workforce assistance, it all adds up to helping those projects get off the ground sooner than they might otherwise have gotten off the ground. And it sometimes it closes a gap that they needed closed in order to go forward with the investment. Um, we also, in terms of helping to the deal flow, bringing projects in, uh, we work very closely with our partners at the region. Uh, there's a group called Team NEO, which is Jobs Ohio's northern, northeast Ohio network partner. So if I'm working with a company in Medina County that qualifies for state incentives, I work with Team NEO, they get Jobs Ohio involved, and they can put those offers on the table. So, uh, and sometimes those deals come through our partners at Team NEO. You know, they're, they're, they've got an, they're working all over the world and helping to bring new potential customers to Medina County. And the fact that we're keeping that close relationship with them means that we get quite a lot of our share of those leads that come in that are looking to move into uh, Northeast Ohio. That's, that's phenomenal. Lots of things going on, Bethany. Lots of things. <laughs> so um, how do you measure success then for MCEDC? Well, we, we have two main goals. Um, the first goal is to serve uh, as an advocate for the economic footprint of Medina County, to grow that economic footprint, and then to be a sustainable organization. So um, we report to our board on those two goals each month. And in terms of having an impact on the economic footprint, we look at not just the number of companies we're meeting with and projects that are out there, but what has been our involvement in those projects. So of that you know, $450 million I just mentioned in capital investment, we count, you know, what's the percentage of those dollars we're involved in? I think the last count was 68%. That, that's part of... Partly, that's very significant. Exactly. So we get involved in the major deals um, and, and support, uh, support a lot of the smaller ones. I, I don't want to limit the work that we do to just the large companies because we work with very small mom and pops. We've got partners in the entrepreneurial world that, that we can help those companies as well. Um, so that capital investment number, our involvement in capital investment, obviously we look at new jobs. Uh, we look at jobs that are retained as a result of our work. You know, how many did we keep in Medina County? Uh, you know, how much square footage are they expanding by? So those are some of the numbers that we look at. But we also look at more intangibles, um, such as our reach. What does our collaboration network look like? Are we interacting with the organizations and partners that we need to be working with to do the work that we do? So. Okay. Wow. So, so uh, besides that success measurement, um, you also, in your involvement with students and businesses, uh, there's also a charitable side of the organization with, with uh, the County Forward Fund, which is a uh, foundation-based item and uh, for the continued education of the economy, I think. It, can, you, can you share a little bit more sure. about that? So a couple of years ago, so our, the Economic Development Corporation, you know, technically, legally speaking, we're a 501c6, so kind of like a chamber of commerce structure where we have members and dues. But we realized that there were some potential partners that could only give money, foundations, et cetera, 
could only give money to a 501c3 nonprofit charitable organization. So we started, we pulled together a group of stakeholders and created the County Forward Fund, um, which is able to take foundation grants. And as a result, we've been able to raise enough money to, to do something very innovative, again, that's driven towards that education piece of our partnerships, where we have hired this year a career coach. So this, th- this person, uh, Mitchell Bemke is his name, he works directly with our high school counselors and students in school who may be searching for a direction. You know, the counselors all work with students who, you know, I'm going to college, you know, they need their application help. Uh, They've got students who are falling through the cracks, and the counselors help them with all those resources. But there's a group of students in the middle that, yeah, I'm going to graduate, I'm going to stay in Medina County, not sure where I'm going to go, who I'm going to meet. So it's Mitchell's job to meet those students where they are and understand what their interests are, what their skills are. And because he's based at Medina County Economic Development, he is able to, you know, pull on all of those business relationships and partnerships we've built over the years and, you know, suggest to these students, hey, why don't you call this company? You know, their president, you know, has a very similar background. He has a heart for, for students and, and get those connections made. Um, so that that's one of the things that we've been able to do through the County Forward Fund is create that position. The County Forward Fund is also funding scholarships for students who are going to work. Um, and this came out of a, a conversation that we've been having about how do we make sure that work is respected for what it is, that a, a choice to you know, go straight into a career is just as, as valid and to be honored as students who go to college. And so we came up with the idea of offering scholarships for students who are graduating and going to work. These students, uh, you know, when you come out of high school, what, what do you have? You, you know, you might need some tools. If you're going into manufacturing or construction, maybe you need steel-toed boots, maybe you need tools. Um, if you're going to work in an office, maybe you need a laptop, maybe you need some really good shoes. So, you know, whatever that looks like, you know, having that scholarship right off the bat, I think it, it's a signal to our, our entire community that we respect work and, and you know, we want to support those students who are making those choices. That's fantastic to, to be able to have that resource here and be able to celebrate not just a particular area, but to celebrate all folks going off to work, young or third or fourth career by now. That, that's, that's a fantastic uh, idea. So, so what do you... What do you see coming down the pike for Medina County, whether it be financially or economically or growth? or What are you seeing out there? Pretend you're, you've got the old, the old magic eight ball. You remember those eight balls? And you'd, oh, yeah. and you'd flip it over, and the questions I always asked ended up being asked again later. But we've got you here, and we want to ask you now. What, what do you see coming down? I always look at, you know, how, how is Medina County positioned to handle the next crisis. You know, business cycles happen. You know, we all thought that they died, but they did not. So, you know, how, how does it work in Medina County? Well, you know, having started here just at the beginning of a, an awful recession, I saw firsthand that Medina County has the, the character and the, the people in this community to weather the storm. So, 
there there may be a recession coming in in a couple of years. You know, it, it's almost inevitable, inevitable given what's happening with interest rates and you know you see what's going on overseas. So I think there's there's something happening, but Medina County has a, a special way of being able to weather those. Um, you know, we got through the last recession pretty well. We didn't have a whole lot of layoffs, and I think part of it has to do with the fact that Medina County's economy is so diverse. We don't have all our eggs in one basket. We've got great industries in a variety of industry sectors. And that gives us the ability, you know, when one sector is down, we have another sector that's up. We also have very entrepreneurial business owners and managers here, lots of family-owned businesses who are very creative. I, just looking at what happened in, in the last recession, we had companies that, you know, they specialized in serving the trade show industry. And, you know, during COVID, there were no trade shows. So their business dropped, you know, 80% overnight, literally. But because of the entrepreneurship, they were able to create new markets and new opportunities. And now they're basically a tech company that does virtual trade shows. So we have very creative people in Medina County. So in terms of what's coming next, you know, I see next year is probably going to continue to be another very strong year for investment and growth. Um, you know, are we going to have the same amount as the record amount this year? Probably not. It, it's hard to, to beat something like this. But, you know, so I think we'll, you know, we'll probably see a slowdown. Business cycles are inevitable. But I do think that we've got great fundamentals in Medina County. The, the, there's great people who are leading our communities. Uh, we've got businesses who are resilient and workers who are steady and reliable. So, you know, even if we do have recession coming around the corner in two, three years, I think we're in a great position to handle that. That's good news. What do you think... Uh MCEDC will be remembered for? As, as, as people think about legacies and where things are going, what's the best way to define MCEDC in, in their terms? I would say that the hallmark of our organization is collaboration and an emphasis on bringing people together to solve problems. Uh, we also have a great you know, a great group of people who work for the organization who are persistent in solving problems. Um, You know, it's hard to say no sometimes because we care that much and we want to help companies find solutions. So, you know, whatever that issue is, give us a call and we'll try to find somebody to help. And that's really what I want to be known for, what I want Medina County Economic Development to be known for is that, you know, we, we care about your your business. We care about the community. We care about solving problems. So now we're going to enter the, the one-off questions, the questions that, that are a little fun, a little, little off what, away from necessarily uh, what we've been talking about with MCEDC. And um, come to answer with the first thing that comes to your mind here. Okay, first thing. Best donut. Oh, the maple cream stick from Donut Land right here in Brunswick, That's, hands down. <laughs> there's no doubt about that. Favorite drink? My personal favorite drink yes. is Diet Coke. Fantastic. Uh, one piece of advice you would give a stranger. If you were standing in line somewhere and you all of a sudden struck up a conversation with somebody, what advice would you give them on any subject? Any subject. Wow, Grant, that is a tough one. 
any subject, um, look before you leap. <laughs> okay, there you go. Best pizza slice you've had? Well, it's not here in Ohio. That's, that's okay. <laughs> there was an Italian restaurant in uh, the community where I lived in the Baltimore area called Scatino's. Just, I've not tasted anything like it. Really? Just regular dough, but there was something about that sauce. You know, we have many pizza shops here. We, we, we might have to go to battle on that. Well, we, we might need to take a pizza crawl, Grant. I'd love to do and that. you and I will do a taste test. I think, I think we might even be able to get that on film. That would be great. What's your favorite vacation spot? Uh, Ocean City, Maryland. What are you most passionate about? I'm passionate about helping people. What's one goal you have for yourself? I'd love to learn the piano. I mean, I actually took piano in college and just didn't practice. You know, life gets in the way, but I would love to take that up again and learn how to play the piano. Very nice. Favorite ice cream? Vanilla. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. My family always looks at me oddly. Do you want anything else? No, vanilla ice cream is just fine. You can put anything on it, and it just tastes fabulous. Exactly. Um, Any? Well, let's let's do one more. Favorite color? How about teal blue? Teal blue. Wow, that's right. Wow. What does that remind you of? This is going to sound really dorky, but I was really young. Cal Ripken's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did play for the Baltimore Orioles. So. Yes, I, I'm a huge baseball fan, and I got to go to, I was in eighth grade, and I got, no, seventh grade, and I got to go to Cal Ripken's rookie opening game. Wow. And he hit a home run. So I might have had a little crush on him. <laughs> uh, that, that, I think a lot of people have had a lot of crush on him. So. Well, any last comments or thoughts about, uh, about what we've talked about here or anything else? I would just say, um, honestly, if you're a business either in Medina County or around the world listening to this podcast and are looking for a great place to grow, give us a call. Um, what's, your, what's your website? www.medinacounty.org. That's pretty simple to remember. I think so. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Bethany, for all your time and efforts today of the Medina County Economic Development Corp. Very much enjoyed a little insight to what you do and what the organization does. Again, that's www.medinacounty.org. I'm Grant Ongst, the Community and Economic Development Director for the City of Brunswick, and this has been a moment in time for a cup and a conversation. Until next time, enjoy. Enjoy.